hopes and fears. Tune in daily, don't miss a single show. Sign up for the newsletter, let us help you grow. Taking risks, making moves, seeking success. Together we'll conquer, no room for any less. Listen now. Good morning. It is Monday, February 5th. Monday, Monday, Monday. We're at uh, all-time highs. If you didn't know, I've got a newsletter. Uh, it's free. Uh, it, the the weekend newsletter for the educational series, I'm on part five. It's um, how do I come up with the buy, sell, over, and under price. That has been, ironically, extremely accurate. But I do put one in there that I'll talk about today uh, that I haven't been super accurate on over the past, what, four or five months um, but how do I find price, stock example, shares, no man land, uh, and uh, RSI, um, and what, what's the, the third one? Hold on. Uh, I forget what I wrote about, but, oh, uh, how I day trade using confirmation with triple levered ETF. So it's part five, uh, so portfolio status check. I kind of go over this. Um, and this was, I, I, I don't charge for the, the intros. I try and make sure that the weekend isn't all paid that you do get something out of every newsletter, even if you're not a paid subscriber. Um, I had a, a, a subscriber, this, uh, there was a payment issue with one subscriber, and I couldn't figure out, I just gave him, I mean, understand, it's $120 for a year. For the, for the amount of work that I put into these paid newsletters, it's not much, but I'd rather have you get the free one, uh, and, and, and when you find the time and you find the interest then subscribe for, for the paid one. But uh, my portfolio check, I checked my Fidelity account year to date. I'm up 0.28%. SPY and VOO are 4%. QQQ is up 4.7%. I am greatly underperforming the market. Just so you guys know, even though I'm number one on the trading portfolio in, uh, in Savvy Trader, um, I am way underperforming this market. Uh, and it's because of Apple. Apple is down year to date and uh, down 3.47%. It is underperforming. Uh, the valuation of Apple has just caught up with it a little bit. Uh, it is down 3.47. We went into January and it was a super strong stock. It got up there to 197. It's pulled back and they didn't kill it on earnings. But that's what's killing my portfolio. Am I changing my strategy? Hell no. My strategy cannot be your strategy. Understand, portfolio managers will tell you Apple should not be 60% of your portfolio. I do have it as 60% of my portfolio. I believe in the company. Um, like Roaring Kitty says, I believe in the stock. I like the stock. Um, but it should not be your strategy. My strategy of my portfolio is not necessarily to sell Apple at the times where it does peak in my uh, retirement account. I do sell it. Uh, at times that it does peak, I don't get out of it, but I do trim it, uh, and then I buy at the lower rate. Um, but in, in the brokerage portfolio, I don't, and my, my strategy is not to sell large chunks of Apple to get it down in my portfolio. It's to use the other capital in my portfolio, the other 40%, to try and grow it more than Apple. Just unfortunately, I haven't been able to do that. I don't need the cash. I don't need to do it. But understand, if you want to get this newsletter, it is 100% free. So sign up down below at linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Daily Stock Pick, or just go to dailystockpick.substack.com. Now let's talk about the queues. Uh, we are opening up about even. 
Uh, it has been fluttering between negative and positive today. We do open up down 0.04%. So I would expect us to get to the green. Things have been really good. You're seeing this kind of button hook here, but we have confirmation over the nine day. Um, you have the MACD crossing up. You do have the RSI in no man's land at 63. Um, it's coming down off of a 50, so that's why we're getting pushed up because it quickly went into oversold territory. And if everybody you know, starts selling, this is a buy-the-dip market. It's a 100% buy-the-dip market. I've said it many times before. It's buy-the-dip market. Let's talk about uh, what we have today, Alpha Picks. Remember, I only sell, I'm only an affiliate for three basic, well, four things. There's TrendSpider, which I do all my charting are. There's Seeking Alpha Premium, which is basically an information service where you get access to the quants, you get access to you uh, evaluating your own portfolio, and you get all of the analysis and all of the articles on Seeking Alpha. This is $189 per year. It is very simply, it saves me way amount of times. If you're doing research on things and you're using Finviz and you don't have a big enough portfolio, that's fine. If you do have a big portfolio and $189 is not going to kill you, this Seeking Alpha Premium service is well worth the, 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 the subscription. And then there's a third one, Alpha Picks. And it's this third one down here, Alpha Picks. And you can see here, if we go into the about, or I'm sorry, the performance. The performance is really what you want to look at. The performance, they're up 97% versus the S&P is up 31%. Um, you can read about the performance. You can you, click on the link in my link tree and you get access to these four things. You get all of the analysis of the Alpha Picks portfolio. Uh, Meta, uh, ready-made solution for your portfolio. This was Twilio. Uh, this is Powell, Powell Industries. I would never have picked Powell Industries. It's up way up. Technoglass removed from the Alpha Picks portfolio. Today, you can look at that. You get access to the entire portfolio. Today, today, it's the start of a Valentine's. Uh, Seeking Alpha loves you. <laughs> 55% off. It goes down to $89 for the first year. $89. So click on this third link right down there. If it says 99, just wait until the end of the day. This is not something where you have to rush in and get it. Just make yourself a note. Uh, add on Siri uh, on your, your Apple device. Just do a reminder for tomorrow morning. Sign up. It's 89 bucks. It says it's at the end of the day. I don't know when, what time it does. But they said told me that it would be the end of the day. So remember, that's a special sale. Uh, Estee Lauder announced earnings. Estee Lauder. They're up, God, let's look at this. Estee Lauder is up 16% today, 16% uh, on just this earnings. Now, it wasn't the earnings that made them go up. It was the layoffs. So this is a company that has been in free fall. We can go over here to uh, to TrendSpider, and we can look at Estee Lauder. I am not an Estee Lauder fan. I am not telling you to invest in Estee Lauder. But what's interesting about this jump is we do have a, a couple of favorites, and, and I personally own. You can see just this is a weekly chart of Estee Lauder. How far they've come, how far they've fallen. Uh, it is not one. You do have confirmation. You do have a positive nine day. I still would not invest in this company. It's a little bit of a risk, but one one that I do want you to uh, look at is Elf. Elf, we've talked about that weekly channel that's up. We've talked about this uh, this current run that we're on. 
It is up, let's see, it is at 172, up 1.41%. They have earnings. Now, their last earnings, we can look at exactly what happened. Uh, They have earnings February 6th, tomorrow, post-market. You got a positive 200-day. You had the golden cross back here in December, and, and it has spurred another move. Now, look at what happened on this earnings day. You popped. Uh, you popped up uh, uh, dur- during the August earnings. Looks what happened on their last one. They sunk down, and then they popped. It looks like a retail favorite now, but look at it since this pop in August. It has not gone up that much. It's 25%. Yes, that is over 187 days, so it, it's a, a, a long game. Uh, it is overbought right now. What do I expect? I would play the earnings. Am I buying into it now? Probably not. You know what I do own? I personally, and I should have picked Elf, but in the long term, I'm okay with Ulta. I bought down here at about three, I think it was around um, 394, maybe 400 or so. We're at 506 right now. Ulta is one that they have earnings later this month. Uh, looks like March 7th. So this is one that right on here on the, the MACD, the MACD is kind of crossing down. This is in, in overbought territory. I would completely expect it to actually get down to this 464 in a bad market, but we're still in a good market. So understand that Estee Lauder's earnings, both those companies, Elf and uh, S and Ulta, I think come uh, come into that. Four stocks to watch. Um, uh, let me see. Four stocks to watch. Did I close this one? Four stocks to watch. McDonald's, uh, Palantir, and more. Uh, NVIDIA uh, it, it adds to its recent gains. NVIDIA's up. NVIDIA's just one. Understand, NVIDIA is one. I, I've been investing in SMCI of late. And it's been a great investment. Let's just say um, it is up, what, 3% today? It's over 600 again. Uh, NVIDIA is up 3% at 687. These are ones you just buy. Honest to God, before their earnings, which is coming up on February 21st, just buy it. I don't care that it's at 688. It's at all-time highs. Just get into NVIDIA. If you want $1,000 of NVIDIA, uh, buy $100 of it today, buy $200 of it today, and buy $200 of it tomorrow. Dollar cost average your way in, but get in there before their earnings. These are stocks that that will pop. Um, but NVIDIA got an upgrade. Goldman Sachs boosts target price. Um, they added, half raised its target price to 800 from 625 The Wall Street estimate is 679 Solid stock. Four stocks to watch Monday. Uh, McDonald's, Palantir, and more. Uh, Palantir is an interesting one. We'll be in focus with the data electronics company scheduled to, uh, Q4 2023. Wall Street expects Palantir to add eight cents of revenue. Investors and analysts will be paying close attention to the performance of the firm's commercial division. William Blair warned that the company's overall growth is expected to lag, widening cracks in the U S government, blah, blah, blah. Uh, here Palantir. Palantir. Uh, we can look at the stock. It is up 2.54%. I would expect on decent earnings if they do blow it away. And it is, I believe it's today after market. Yeah, today post-market. Uh, I would expect on strong earnings, this one to get something like this jump where it went from 15 up to 17. I would expect it to jump from 17 uh, up to uh, probably 20 where it topped out here. It topped out at 21. I would expect $20 to be your – look, here's the thing. If we pull this back and we pull this back a couple earnings ago, 
Uh, I'm going to pull it back to here. I think this is a $20 stock right here, August 1st. Where are people holding this? It's between $17.29 and $18. There is a jut out up here at $20. There are plenty of people holding this at $20 to bring this stock up to $20 on any kind of decent earnings. So understand, I think that's the way to play this one. Um, yeah, uh, I'll get this out of the way uh, and, and I'll go into more depth more depth when I actually do it. But I was taking a look. Devin's coming out of the uh, the core portfolio. I'm making some, some core portfolio moves and I'm taking Devin out of there. Uh, I am just, I'm sick of it. They've got their earnings coming up February 27th. Uh, and the reason I took, well, let's go into it now. The reason I'm taking Devin out is because of this long term. Uh, this channel was created to have the stock trade closer to 200 day as it traded under its 200 day for years. Energy has just not been a loved sector uh, in the past. So old support turns to new resistance. And you can see the volume weighted average price is right where it's at 40. This goes all the way back. That volume weighted average price goes back pre pandemic, March 2019. You can see pre pandemic. This was a $30 stock. That's where I expect this one to go. Just my thought. Uh, again, you're, you're, you haven't had a death cross on this weekly, uh, but I th- I'm taking it out. It, 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 I'm taking it out. Uh, let's, t- let's look at this. Tom Lee, uh, important to see how the S&P reacts to 5,000. Market has been strong. If this is a strong market, 5,000 won't mean anything. But in February, 5,000 could be short-term top, before there's a big air pocket. It's a level to watch. Remember, he's talking about the S&P, but you can just look at SPY chart if you want to trade this one. SPY right now is at 492. I think we get to 500 on this one. Uh, But again, to Tom Lee's point, you're going to want to watch. I'll link this in the newsletter. You're going to want to watch him, what, what he says. It's important. Gunja from, uh, Gunjan from Wall Street Journal. Uh, the S&P is up 38.4% so far during this bull market. goes back to, uh, you know, February 2022, where we had that nice dip. The average bull market is up 114%. Median is 76. We are only up 38. So if you think this one's over and done with, I don't think so. Now, what's also interesting is this chart from TrendSpider. The resemblance is uncanny. Look at this chart, if you would. Uh, it is a QQQ hourly, and this goes back to December 20th, where you had an inverse head and shoulders, and you have an inverse head and shoulders now. Do we get that pullback? If we are if we are in this inverse head and shoulders, we're going to get a pullback. It's time to you know take a look at, at your portfolio, and if we get this pullback, it's before Valentine's Day, because then you're going to get the shoot up. So understand it could be some type of, of, of pullback. I will include the Weeble. If you're not in Weeble, I have a Weeble account. This Weeble is the fourth tool that I really sell. Uh, it, it is part of an affiliate program or if you sign up for Weeble, I get stocks, you get stocks. It, it's kind of a thing. I use this as my sports betting. I know Super Bowl is coming up this Sunday. Uh, for me, 
This would be a way uh, to to I, I I make money on stocks. I don't make money sports betting. I saw sixty minutes this weekend on sports betting. Uh, interesting thing. Uh, but yeah, I'll include this uh, this the screenshots of the app. I really like it because they included um, we will include for this week. I'm watching Lily, Uber, Baba, Disney, Arm, PayPal, Dexcom, Pepsi, Pin, Snap, Palantir, Roblox, Elf, and Affirm. Uh, for uh, for for some of the earnings, um, but I thought it was interesting. Now I did get a pre market. I did get uh, uh, an email from. Uh, if you sign up for Seeking Alpha Premium, you put in your portfolio like this. This is the core portfolio, and again, I'm going to take Devin out. Uh, but I did get you get ratings. So and the ratings upgrades XLY, XLY right here uh, is an upgrade from a hold to a buy which is interesting. Hold to a buy. Uh, the other one, NVIDIA. I mean, like I said, just buy NVIDIA. This one went from a hold to a buy. Downgrades. Cleveland Cliffs, which hit 20, had their earnings. They're now down at 1972. Uh, 20 is that price point. I tell you, buy under 20 and, and you can sell over 20. But Cleveland Cliffs, buy to a hold. The other one, buy to a hold, Meta. Strong buy to a hold. This one skipped buy. It went from a strong buy to a hold. Doesn't mean you get rid of your stuff. Just means, hey, we're waiting for an opportunity to add there. Um, so I wanted to put that one in. There's an interesting Magnificent 7 versus the tech bubble. This is an interesting article because it goes over the differences. Everybody points to the, the bubble of the 2000s. No, it's, it's not the same. So understand, it is not the same. One significant difference between the Mag 7 and the tech bubble is the pension to reinvest for growth. The Mag 7 reinvents 60% of their cash flow for operations through growth capex and R&D. The reinvestment rate is more than double the 26%, the tech bubble 5, and about three times that of the S&P 493. So they they basically reinvest in themselves. That's why I'm invested in Apple. It's not because uh, Apple is something that that is uh, crazy, um, you know, growth-wise. But they reinvest in themselves. Uh, And here, uh, we view Apple like Meta 18 months ago, uh, entering a major growth cycle despite the streak giving no credit with AI about to tap into an installed base of 2.2 billion and iPhone growth X tough comps now growing again. China will grow again in the second half. That's their view. That's Webbush, Stan Ives. I I am a believer in this. If you saw anything, about uh, uh about the Apple Vision Pro this weekend, I'm bullish. I'm bullish on it. I, I didn't see a bad review on it. Now, it's all hype. I mean, it's all hype. You're going to start to see bugs. You're going to start to see overheating. You're going to see start to see something. Did I see something in uh, SMCI on Friday? Uh, because if you if you got the newsletter, I said, hey, we're going to trade between this 570 and 580 channel, and I put it in. I published this in the newsletter on Friday. Guess where we ended the day? Right at 579. So we had this nice little run up uh, up into uh, you know the the morning, and then we kind of traded in this this range. And I, I when I published the newsletter, I said, "Hey, we're going to be in this range." It it was exactly that range. Where are we in SMCI right now? Uh, we're trading just above 600, I think 604. You're up four percent. Is this too much uh, to ask for? The, the catalyst that you're looking for is uh, NVIDIA earnings, which is in a, next week, I think. But that's the catalyst for this one. The valuation is not crazy on SMCI. 
So just understand, I, I don't think that it's nuts. Um, here is what Shay is looking at. Shay Bular on uh, Twitter. I really, really enjoy his stuff. Uh, Monday, Palantir, Synop, uh, NXPI on, on his way up. Uh, tomorrow, Snap, Enphase, Elf, Fortinet, Spotify, and Fresh. Uh, Wednesday, PayPal. I've got PayPal. Arm, Disney, Uber, uh, CFLT, Paychex, Roblox. Uh, Thursday, Affirm, PIMS, Net, Bill, uh, Dollar Tree, uh, PI, CLSX, Lightspeed, and then Friday's Pepsi. So if you want to play earnings, follow Shay. Look at that tweet. I'll include it in the uh, in the newsletter. In the newsletter as well, these ETFs could help investors reduce big tech. These are equal weight ETFs. So if you want to read this article, it's from CNBC. It's free. I'll put it in the newsletter. Amgen. We've talked about Amgen before, AMGN. This is their weight loss drug. Now, understand, Amgen has not taken off the way that Lilly or the way that Novo Nordisk or any of the other weight loss drugs that are out on the market has taken off. This one is up 0.44%. They have their earnings coming up uh, tomorrow. Is it pre-market or post-market? They may have some announcement of something. Um, I would doubt that they would do it on earnings day. You've run up on this one from 264, and I've said, hey, uh, all the way here from November, this one's up 22% in the current run on the algorithm. You have your uh, ex-dividend date on February 15th. But read this article about Amgen weight loss drug. This is one that could come out with uh, Lilly and Novo Nordisk. This would suddenly surge Amgen. Because understand, weight loss drug is just going to throw these, uh, the, these, these drug makers into tech territory. So it, it's a good article to read. I kind of like that one. Speaking of this, Catalent uh, was bought or an offer was made. And uh, Catalent is up 13% uh, because Novo Nordisk is buying them. This just, you know, again, the merger is complete, which is expected by the end of the year. Uh, Marathon Digital uh, said their uh, jump in Bitcoins produced in January 2024. I am still holding on to Mara. Uh, I am still waiting for that second leg of the um, the, the, the Bitcoin bump. I don't know that we're going to get it. You got in here at 1650. I think I'm in at 26. I think I've uh, dollar cost averaged my way down to 24. Not much. I haven't put much weight into this one yet um, just because that 50 day is still moving negative. Uh, the MACD is down here. Yes, the RSI is moving down in pre-market. You're down, or I'm sorry, in the market, you're down 3% on this one. But I'll include that one. Cat, uh, Caterpillar. I think I own like five, six shares of Caterpillar. Uh, they beat and it, it it's up big. Let's see. Caterpillar. Uh, I don't own a ton of this, but I do own three or four shares um, in the 200 range, I think, is where I'm at. Uh, maybe 220. We're at 328. This is up 4%. Uh, they beat. You can read about it. Um, Non-gap earnings per share, 523, beat by 48 cents. Revenue of 17 billion, missed by 30 million, but it was their guidance. So everything remains strong. Um, this is Ross Cameron from Day uh, Market, uh, Day Trade Warrior. Uh, I like his stuff. His stuff is really good. This is a short. It's one minute long. I will include this in the newsletter. Uh, he says the best trading hours are between 8 and 10.30. Why? Because of volatility. It used to be that you had to trade at 9.30, but what happened was the pandemic started and everybody started waking up early. So, yeah, it, 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 he's just going over what um, 
what hours he trades and stuff like that. I did say in the paid newsletter, just so you're aware, uh, I will have, and I'll have plenty of notice on this, I will probably be upping the price of the paid newsletter again. And the reason is because I do have um, an archive of content that you can learn from now. And so upping the price makes sense. The other thing is I've got plans this year to do some additional things for the paid subscribers like free trading. Uh, free tra- trading session, so we'll go live, uh, you know, with trading one day. So if you're interested in that paid newsletter, buy it for the year. You'll get uh, some some uh, some notice of that one. Uh, social request: Chris from email wants me to look at Fortinet. He's got Crowd, but was interested in Fortinet. So let's take a look at Fortinet. So you know, they were the uh, cybersecurity stock that announced horrible earnings, two earnings in a row. And I said, hey, it's cybersecurity. It's going to come back. Wait for it to gain confirmation. And once it has confirmation, it should go. Well, when was the confirmation? Well, the 50-day starting to move. Look at the 50-day. When it started to move positive and you had confirmation here at 50, that was the time to get in. Do you still have time? Absolutely. Because you've got $75 to cover this gap. You've still got it. Where are you going? You're just kind of floundering here. The MACD, it's not super, super high up here. You can see the oscillator right here. Let me shrink this uh, RSI a little so the MACD is a little bit bigger. The RSI is at 58. Kind of no man's land. You got your earnings coming up here um, in post-market tomorrow, uh, Fortinet reports. I would expect to see some type of positive. You had the golden cross here. Solid gap fill from the last earnings took 42 days, but a 25% backfill. This is, again, you have this gap here, 75. Am I buying at 65 before the earnings? Probably, because you look at CrowdStrike, you look at PanW. I mean, those are the other two, CrowdStrike. Uh, CrowdStrike has their earnings, let's see, later in the month. It looks like March 5th. <clears throat> and and this is this is a stock that has just gone parabolic. And Pan W, I mean Pan W is the biggest cybersecurity. It's kind of turning over, kind of capitulating, putting in a nice little shelf up here at 340. They've got their earnings on February 20th. The MACD's kind of come down. The stock hasn't come down though. The the MACD's been going down, the RSI's been going down, hasn't affected the price, it's just kind of capitulating up there. It's putting in a shelf. So I would completely expect Fortinet to be a good one. Uh, here is a great analysis of the company uh, from Fortinet. Don't wait until the cybersecurity leader regains its all-time highs. And so for th- this particular analyst on Seeking Alpha thinks it's going to go to high. So Chris, I don't think you're going to miss out from uh, from from any cybersecurity stock. Fortinet, it's going to be all about the guidance. Can they guide higher? I, I think you're fine. Um Next one from the private Facebook group, and I'll keep the the, the name a little bit. Uh, Sean posted, um, name retracted for privacy because the private Facebook group is a private Facebook group. If you're interested in the private Facebook group up here on the link tree, it's the Facebook logo. Just click on it. Uh, answer who's the host of Daily Stock Pick, and you get into the group. You have to agree to the group rules. I kind of do run it. There's a few moderators in there. If you get out of line, I'm booting you. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's kind of, you know, listen, just be a good human. Don't make fun of people. Don't throw up there some affiliate crap. Um, you know, create your own group if you want to sell something. But yeah, uh, let's see. 
Uh, I'm hoping to get your thoughts and opinion on the best strategy in regards to a couple of stocks that I've been negative since 2021. I'm seeing no light at the end of the tunnel with them. Understand, that's the key line. Sean says, I'm seeing no light at the end of the tunnel. First one, uh, SE. So down 17,000 on SE. Let's see. Uh, I don't know the percentage, so I do say the dollar amount, but you're down 17,000. C Limited, I've said it before. This is the range. If you want to sell this one, I think you're above the mid-range on this one. Are you going to regret it? Maybe you get a gap fill. But but if we go over here to Finviz and we look at SC, I can tell you, I know for, for a fact, yeah, PE of 36 forward PE of 48. It's super expensive. It is 53% down. There's, you're not getting back to these 88 levels. Not with that PE. It's an internet retail. Get out. Uh, I will tell you that. Get out of this one. Now, Docu. Little bit of a different story on Docu. I personally do own Docu. um, This is um, DocuSign. Now, I've said it before. I bought Docu up here at 62. It has just crashed. Algorithm has you out. I I, I put in a small position. Not much. Uh, I'll tell you right now how much I bought in Docu. Uh, We'll go over here to look at my portfolio. Um, I got to do my face ID. Uh, it had a golden cross. I bought it at the high. And the reason I bought it at the high is because there's rumors that um, it is going to be taken private. And, and that's the key is uh, if you think this one will be taken private, I think you can stay in it. I bought $5,000 worth DocU. I bought 100 shares. Uh, and I bought, let's see, DocU, I bought at do, 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 tax lots. Let me look real quick. I bought at 62.10 a share. I'm down 7%. Am I getting out? No, I'm going to buy more. And the reason is because I do think that this one, it is expensive. Understand the valuation is what will keep you out of this. I said that C Limited was expensive. The PE on this is 230. Now, the forward PE is 19. So it's, you know, as long as they continue earnings, that's where the, the, the earnings come into play. Understand it is still expensive. 69 is the 52 week range. The average target price is 60 bucks. This is of the three. This is the one that I would say, hey, you might have a chance of gaining some of your money back, but I don't know that I'd probably just, you know, sell a portion of this um, and take the loss because the money can go back in. Uh, The third one that he asked about that he's down 15,000 on is upstart. And I posted last week that the, the big short guys, and I agree with them. Upstart has been one that has said, hey, we have AI loan process. Um, it The reason it took this dip is because their AI loan process was absolute junk. They said they've redone it, but they've got a ton of uh, uh, loans on the book that they can't sell. This one's just a matter of time before it explodes on the downside. Uh, there's a huge short interest. I don't believe in this company. I don't think you're going to get your money back. So I would take this money. I would sell it. I would take the loss. Look at the forward PE on Upstart. The forward PE is 308. They don't even expect to get back to to the profitability that they had. They're losing $253 million. Higher for longer affects these guys. Don't think that you're going to get this one. It's 41% short. 41% of the shares are shorted. You could get a short squeeze. This one could go back to its all-time highs. I just don't think it's worthwhile. Um, you know, he asked, do I take the, the position that I'm in, take the loss, 
uh, or wait for something else. Um, I wanted to show you what I responded to him because I put in a long one. I had these facts on Monday. Uh, I told him about my experience in 2022, taking $250,000 in in tax losses and just reallocating to places that fit. And the other thing, and and again, I pointed out that the key to his play was, uh, I see no light at the end of the tunnel. If you've got losses and you play this game where you just hang on to your losses and and you think, oh my God, I just got to make it back. Uh, We are all in that position. Um, We are all in in a way, um, you know, we want to hang on to our losses. We don't want to admit defeat. We don't want to, this is the psychology of trading, but I would turn this around and this is what I do with myself sometimes. And I said this with Sedge. Uh, Sedge was one where I was down like 50%. And I said, you know, I do think that this one has an opportunity to pop back. The reality of Sedge was it didn't have an opportunity to come back. So I kept you know, hoping and praying it's not a strategy. Turn it around. So if you're down you know, $5,000, $6,000, $10,000 in a position, turn it around and say, if I were up $5,000 or $10,000, would I get out of this stock? If the answer is yes, don't think that you're getting your money back because if you're willing to take that profit you're saying there's downside in this stock. That's the way you need to look at the the, the losses that you're taking. That's my guidance on this one. Uh, take it, just move it, you know, take the losses. The good news is if you're in a brokerage, you can write it off. It's harder to take in a retirement account. Um, it is much harder to take in a retirement account because there's nothing to write off. You have to admit defeat. But the key point is, where's my money going to work for me? If it's long-term and you're down this much, you've got to identify why you're down that much in a long-term stock. Uh, you know, something like Devon. De- you know, if you if you thought energy was going to continue to run and you're in Devon and you've just continued to lose, you've got to identify, hey, maybe energy is in the sector. Maybe I should get into a sector that works. Let me move some money into an ETF while I figure out something. So... Um, there's the daily stock pick newsletter. Let's go over some of the scans. Uh, first one is one that's currently running and I would expect it to continue to run. It's up 4% at 692. I think you're getting over 700. This is Nvidia. Uh, we have another cross up on the MACD, another bullish signal. Uh, you are at 84 on the RSI. If you don't have a position in Nvidia, I would get into Nvidia. Uh, I would just buy it. Don't worry about the the valuation. The valuation will come down because they will report an incredible uh, earnings quarter uh, next week. It'll be fine. FBCG, this is blue chip growth. This is the blue chip growth from Fidelity. I just bought this for my dad. Why did I buy it? Even though it's at all-time highs, I just bought it because you just got to get into it. Something like this is not meant to be traded. We have another bullish uh, MACD cross-up. It is high. If we see that pullback, I will just buy more. VOO, we got a cross-up on VOO and SPY, by the way. VOO is in the core portfolio. This is another cross-up. The MACD isn't as high as it's been in the past. Uh, the RSI is trending a little bit down. You're down 0.32. This just tracks the S&P. Do not expect this one to, to run. Uh, it, it is something that you buy and you hold. You dollar cost average your way in. Uber. Uh, yeah. 
Uber, I bought down here. I told you, MACD crossing up. I bought way back here. I've doubled down on this one. Uh, I bought you know in the 40s. It's at 68. It's got another MACD cross up. RSI is at 70. They have earnings coming up tomorrow after the bell. Uh, I'm sorry, tomorrow. No, February 7th, Wednesday pre-market. I thought it was tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. But it's February 7th pre-market. If you want to get into this one, I don't think that it's too late. Uh, they will should have some pretty positive earnings. I think they're killing it on advertising. Palantir, we talked about Palantir being today's earnings after the bell. This one is down at 1793. Remember, it was up 4%. I don't know if some news came out on it while I've been on here, but it's down. Um, change is not available. Earnings report today, post-market. Palantir, cross up, 1702. You're at 1689. I may buy some of this for, uh, I'm in at 20, I think uh, 18, $18 is my average price on this one. I don't own much. Full disclosure, I do not own much. Uh, Roblox has earnings. It is in the core portfolio. It is back under 40. It is back under 40. Did we just have some type of market reaction? Let me go to Seeking Alpha and see the, uh, see the ISM non-farm payrolls, 53 versus 52. Uh, did that push the market down? I'm trying to see in Dow Jones. Yeah, it pushed the market down a little bit. Uh, we're seeing a little bit of a pullback in the, in the market. I do think that we wind up uh, uh, up. The the Nasdaq in particular, probably, you know, you look at Tesla at 180. Roblox is under 40. We have a cross up here at $40.66. You are trading at 39.16. I think before their earnings, you get into this. I think they have some type of pop based on users. I think that it's pre-market February 7th. So it's Wednesday before the bell. Uh, another one that I own personally is Snap. Snap and Pins both report this week. Snap has a cross up here at forty dollars. Uh, I'm sorry, sixteen dollars and ninety one cents. Uh, you're trading at sixteen seventy one. Uh, the MACD was super high, super high. What happened as it came down? Well, we're, we're seeing this capitulation. I, I mean, you're you're seeing this move kind of here. I don't think it's a you know right about 16 uh it's putting in a shelf what's happening you're seeing the rsi uh move down uh, i mean during this period the rsi has moved down during this period you're seeing the macd move down it's getting ready for another pop in my mind i think you're getting ready for another pop are you buying at 16 the problem that you're going to have with snap is the valuation now they have some incredible ai and it's some incredible new filters. The, the, if you've got teenagers in the house, they probably know about this. They throw in, uh, you know, they, they see a friend use a filter. They want to use the filter. Oh, it's part of Snap's premium service. Well, then you got to pay per month for, for this premium service, premium AI. So I think Snap winds up getting it. I think they're doing killing on advertising. That's what Meta made their money on. Snap is one that, 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 that crossed up there. Uh, I do own Snap. Uh, I also own Snow. Snowflake is one that has a cross up here. Um, and it's just, it's this one's been on a run. 197 was the buy-in. I've said it before and I'll say it again. This one trades between 150 and 200. Right now you're at the upper end of the Bollinger Bands. I probably would not get into this one at this price, but their earnings are coming up February 26th. If for some reason, this is the start of a breakout like we had back here in May 2021, if this is the start of something of that sort, 
then it, it, it probably is just, you know, hey, wait for a better price point. But Snowflake AI, I think they're killing it. McDonald's earnings, um, they came in line like we talked about. They have a cross up here. I would just wait for it. I wouldn't necessarily get in at this point. Uh, 297 was the buy-in here. I think anything under 300, you're fine. Uh, there's a lot more. ArcG. ArcG is one. This is up. Uh, ArcG is, you're seeing 20, uh, 29.15 right above that 200-day. I think you're using the 200-day as support. Um, this one, the algorithm loses you 20, 27% versus buying and holding loses you 40%. At some point in time, genomics becomes the important part of this economy. And you're seeing how far this one has come. Uh, you're under the 200-day. You're under the 50-day. The, the you're under the 9-day. You're under there. I wouldn't time it. I would wait for this uh, this weekly to start moving a little bit more before you get into something like RT. I know nothing about genomics. So I want the IBB. I want, uh, you know, ArcG. I want something of that sort. The trading desk. This is one that that uh, I've been invested in before. I got out of. I haven't been back in it. The the algorithm crosses up uh, 69.96. You're trading at 66. If you look at the long term of this one, I do like this one for advertising. And this is the tough part. I think the 200-day on this uh, weekly provides support. At $55, but the valuation is very high, so be cautious. That was put in back here when it was trading at 50, at, uh, I'm sorry, at 70. And I saw it was up here and it started moving down. But I do think that it provides support. You can see that on the weekly that we're right at the 200 day. And the 200 day is at 64. You're trading at 66. So the trading, just understand their earnings are coming out uh, February 12th. And the trading desk, the valuation is crazy. Uh, even its forward PE is 48. Its uh, PE is 221. I would rather see you in Snap than uh, than in this one. Its price to sales is 18. If we look at a similar one, Snap's price to sales is uh, six. So I'd rather see you in Snap if you're looking at that one. Um, I'll have a ton more. There's a couple of leveraged, levered ETFs, uh, SPXL, which is the long S&P, FNGU, which is three times FANG, uh, FAZ, and uh, UPRO. So those are the, the two sectors that crossed up. And I will say sectors, but one of them is not necessarily a sector. XLC, this is communication services. This has just been a monster. XLC got a cross up here. Let's see, XLC. This is just another run, another move in the, the current run. Um, but 73 was the buy-in. You're at 78. The other sector, the other spider sector that got a cross-up that's interesting to look at is XLG. We talk about the S&P 500 all the time. This is the top 50 in the S&P. Now, here at 37, great buy. You're at 40. I mean, we, we talked about how this one has just run up as, as a, uh, an ETF. Uh, it's getting another MACD cross-up. So solid, solid. This is the top 50. If you think the top 50 stocks are going to move, this is the this is the ETF to buy. So, okay, let's talk about uh, TrendSpider. If you are in the uh, the market for TrendSpider, if you like my algorithm, if you like the, the buys and sell triggers uh, like it shows, if you want to follow charting, uh, here's TrendSpider. They have a great seven-day offer. Um Fee covers market data and infrastructure cancel anytime. Enjoy it. $29. Then it's $149 per month. If you want to sign up for the monthly, you can save 13%, $129 per month. 
This one is half price, half that price, $74.40 a month. You save 50%. Um, and, and that's for the year. So you have to pay prepay for the year. But if you want to just try it for, for seven days, uh, you know, email me once you sign up. I'll send you my algorithm. I'll send you everything that to import into TrendSpider. Um, but yeah, this is this is the charting program that I use. It includes my algorithm, my watch list, and everything that you need that you just saw me go over. Seeking Alpha Premium. You guys see how I use Seeking Alpha. Uh, the articles that I get out of Seeking Alpha. The Seeking Alpha Premium service at 189. Fantastic, fantastic service. Uh, Alpha Picks. I showed you Alpha Picks with the four categories that you get. Um, subscribe now at some point today it should go to $89 I haven't gotten an email well I don't know if I got an email since I've been on here but you get 90 97% performance versus the S&P 3105 uh, most recent pick is um, uh, Twilio uh, they just took Decto Glass out uh, Meta they go over Powell they go over a lot Exxon removed from the AP4 portfolio I still have Exxon in the core portfolio um, but I am taking Devin out. If you want more information on that, just let me know. Uh, the newsletter. Oh, sign up for Weeble. Weeble's the other one. I love that Weeble app. Sign up for Weeble. Get free stocks. Use this link to sign up for Weeble. And then the newsletter. Newsletter is free. Get it in your email for free. Any of these links bring you to all the socials. Any link on here if you make money. I don't ask for, you know, I don't charge a lot for payments and stuff. If you're in SMCI and I got you into SMCI, if I got you into NVIDIA, if I got you into any of the flyers and you made money, just say a thank you, you know, $5, $10, whatever you want. I got my Venmo, PayPal, Cash App down here. So you can sign up for Venmo or we, uh, Sign up for Venmo or PayPal on the page. You get like $10. I get $10 as well, something like that. Um, so, yeah, any any questions, hit me up. My email is right over here, dailystockpay3 at gmail.com. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Every morning I wake up to the sound of the trading bell. My heart starts to pound. and fears.